this is What's the Word on Lunch Plus. Today we are talking about how to receive from God, and it's a Q&A. That means that you can comment your questions and we will answer. <laughs> Amen. Uh, probably, probably. And uh, it's been a really great topic already. Yesterday was amazing. Amen. Um, we talked about certain things, and we can cover that in a second. Yesterday was really, really good, so you're going to want to go back and watch that. But for yeah. right now, comment who you are, comment where you're watching from, so we can say hi to you. Hello. How are you? Yes. Hello. So, hello. How are you? So yesterday, one of the um, most interesting points for me was we were talking about the need for understanding our value in Jesus in order to understand this topic, which is receiving from God. And you talked about um, our value being the value of Jesus's life, yeah. not just his death, yeah. but yeah. his actual life and what that would have meant if he had lived 120 years, how valuable his life would have been. Yeah. And that's what he gave to us. And uh, it was oh, it was such a good broadcast yesterday. Yeah. Very Amen. good. Amen. Yeah, because with your value, if you don't understand your value, you'll never understand how much you're worth, which means, well, I'm not worthy of that right. price. I'm not worthy of receiving something on that level. And, um, you know, one recently uh, the Lord had given Nicole and I something that uh, given us some vision for something. And it's a large... A large thing, like it's a really big thing, and uh, I, I remember, I, you know, I think pretty big. But as soon as he brought it up, and I started, you know, kind of diving into thinking about receiving that, yeah. um, it challenged my levels of faith. Like, I, you know, instantly I was kind of like, I don't, you know, we don't need that, you know, right. that kind of <clears> thing. <throat> and um, the Lord instantly. Instantly, the Holy Ghost spoke to my spirit and said, I didn't ask you to pay for it. I asked you to believe for it. And yeah. what he was getting across to me is that the value that he sees us is more than many times what we see. Yeah. And so even as, you know, I think pretty big and, you know, I don't, I don't find many people that think bigger and have bigger vision than what I do. And uh, unfortunately, that should be different, but I, I don't. And I want to get around people who think yeah. big. I want people who are doing massive things around the world and uh, in eternity. So I'm looking for those types of people all the time. But yet still, we can have those little you know um, hindrances and yeah. those hurdles that we don't realize we haven't fully jumped yet. Yeah. And that's what it takes for us to receive from the Lord and is we've got to get some of those hurdles out of the way. We've got to get some of those things that, uh, and, and, and think about this. If the word talks like this, it says set aside those things or cut off those things that, that sin that so easily besets us, mm -hmm. right? So if God, which we've discussed it, if you haven't seen the last two days, go back and watch the last yeah. two days. We've discussed, and specifically yesterday, we talked about why receiving or a lack of receiving can goes right hand in hand with sin. Why a lack of receiving uh, can hold us back. And when yeah. we learn to receive, it actually helps our spiritual life, right? I really learned to flow more in the anointing of God to break yokes after I learned how to receive. Yeah. Like that revelation mm. that I needed to receive broke open something inside of me to flow in the anointing as well. Yeah. And it was multiple things, but that played, a, that played a big part of it. So 
think about this. If, we're to, if we are to receive, which we discussed that in, in much detail over the last couple of days, there's probably still more to, to go over on that, but we, we covered it enough where we can see. If you look at the last two days, we need to be receivers. Yeah. We need to, need to be good receivers. Put that in the comments. We yeah. need to be yeah, receivers. Yeah, do that. We need to be good receivers. And yeah. when you see that, if, we, if it's biblical to be a good receiver and we are not receiving, that is something that will beset us. That is a weight that will hold us down. Yeah. And the Bible specifically <laughs> commands us to set aside those weights, right. right? And the sin. Part of that sin is not seeing what God said was so. Yeah. Part of that sin is you said we're valuable. You said that we should receive, but oh, I'm not worth it. That is sinful thoughts. Yeah. That's sinful thoughts because what it's doing, we covered this yesterday, is we're equating our value to Jesus' value, and we're saying we're not worth it, which means he already said, my righteousness is your righteousness. Yeah. He already said. So you're equating your ideas and thinking of Jesus on your level yeah. of flesh instead of who you are in the spirit. And so when we don't, when we don't receive, it's a major problem. Yeah. It is yeah. a major problem. We need to be good receivers. Well, as you're talking, what, what's come up to me is I think, and I think this is something not just me, but body, like the body of Christ wide. I can remember a very specific time where the Lord corrected me with George. I've shared it before, but in summary, I, George and I, before we got married, we were out shopping and I saw a purse. I'm like, oh, that's really pretty and kept moving. And George was like, George went back and picked it up. And I was like, you, you do not have to buy that for me. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. No, like I, I want to buy this for you and I want you to go pick out a wallet that matches it too. Yeah. It's like that. And at the time, like it was a hundred dollars for both things. I'm like, that's too big. Like that's yeah. too much. I, maybe we could find a cheaper one. And he looked at me, he's like, you're worth more than this. <laughs> you need to let me do this. Wow. Like just very yeah. strongly. Good. And what I realized at that point is that I had spent a lot of my life settling yeah. for what I thought I could, I could have. I didn't yes. let myself dream. I didn't let myself get to a place yeah. where I could have big vision. Yeah. I settled for this seems attainable. Yeah. Like I can, I can have this probably. I'm, yeah. I'm never going to get to millionaire status, but I could yeah. be here even in picking out a job. Well, I'm, I'm probably not going to make like $300,000 a year, but I can be a teacher maybe yeah. and make 50,000. That's doable. Yeah. And I'd settle instead of allowing the Lord to open up my mind yeah. and let me dream. And I think yeah. so often that's what we've done is we've just We've settled. settled. Yeah. And that's what Abraham's father did. He settled mm -hmm. as well. And so you see that is there's a danger there where we settle. We should here's here's I want to give you a couple of things because uh, and then I want to get into the one main point that I wanted to start with on Monday that is now <laughs> Wednesday and we we still haven't unpacked it yet. But um, one of the things I want you to see is that in order, we can easily get out of balance, okay, uh, if we allow our flesh to have influence. So, yeah. And also, I want to I tell you guys this, too. If you have questions on receiving, 
go ahead and drop them in the comments. We are recording those. We're going to get to them as soon as possible. So anyway, one of the things that you see is this, is if we are, are you plugged in? <laughs> I saw the mic. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Um, so one of the things that uh, you see is that if the flesh enters into the receiving process, it's going to corrupt it. Yeah. Okay. So most people, they've never, what I've found is most people have never heard that God loves them so much that he wants to get all things to them freely. Yeah. And the issue is, and although that's true, very, very true, and that is a key foundation on receiving, their maturity towards the things of God to put down the flesh and put on the things of the Spirit is many times just beginning. Mm -hmm. And so they dive into that, and this is where many people do the wrong things with the prosperity gospel, if that's what you want. The gospel is a prosperity gospel. Yeah. You know, it, no matter how you cut it, somebody who tells you it's not a prosperity go gospel has not received the things that are in this Bible. Yeah. Uh, it is, pro that's the whole reason for the blessing is yeah. the prosperity. Yeah. That's the whole reason. Yeah. The whole reason Jesus came to the earth was to prosper you. Yeah. you know, not just in finances, but that's the thing. A lot of people just think money. Mm -hmm. It's not just that. Mm -hmm. It is a prosperity of every area of life. That's mm -hmm. what Jesus was saying when he said, John 10, 10, thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I've come that you might have life to the full till it overflows, in abundance to the full till it overflows. That word life means every area, right. every category of yeah. your life is full and overflowing, not just finances, mm -hmm. but it includes finances. So yeah. many times when we hear <laughs> that God wants to bless us, then all of a sudden what happens is because we are not, uh, we haven't been matured by the washing of the water of the word, their brain immediately goes to, you know, huge house, Ferrari, this, you know, all this, planes, you know, all that stuff. You know, it goes straight into that. I'm going to have so much I'm stuff. I'm going to have so much stuff. <laughs> and, and then, and they dive into the material side yeah. instead of realizing that it's not, that's not where you dive. Right. You, Matthew 6, dive into his kingdom and his righteousness, dive into intimate fellowship with yeah. God and in him, in Jesus and in fellowship and relationship, we live, we have life to the full. Yeah. You see, in him, we have all of that prosperity, not in diving in, in the material side, but diving in the other. But that doesn't mean God doesn't want materially yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. It just means that it doesn't come by going after that. It comes by going after his kingdom. And so many times that's where a prosperity message gets a bad name is because you have immature people yeah. that have, that have uh, dove into the material side instead of in him, Acts 17, uh, 28. In him, please put that in the comments. In him, we live and move and have our being. So it's in him, it's in him, it's in him. Well, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that reminds me of Dr. Rodney. You know, Dr. Yeah. Rodney's 60, 60th birthday just happened last week. Yeah. And their church, oh my gosh, it was beautiful. Their church came together for a year and different people sewed in and they bought him a beautiful 1961 Corvette, Corvette, and beautiful it car. It was beautiful. I'm sure it's an expensive car. 
But what was awesome, George and I watched the service, and in that service, his wife, Pastor Adonica, gets up and she talks, and she's like, what I love most about Rodney, her husband, she called him Pastor Rodney, was, he, you know, there have been times all throughout our life where we we gave and we were without, but we never, like, he never complained. He was yeah. so happy to give and to yeah. seek more and to dig in. And so many people could just scroll on Instagram and be like, wow, why does that preacher need a fancy car like that? And he's yeah. given his life yeah. for the gospel. And yeah. this is just yeah. an overflow of God blessing him. He didn't ask them for it. He wasn't like yeah, hinting. It'd be right. a cool present for my birthday. Yeah. And just, they blessed him. Hey, Victoria, good to see you. Miss Priscilla, Kevin, Arabella, Hannah, good to see everybody. That's everybody I can see on the list right now. <laughs> uh, we love you. Yeah, it, a lot of people don't realize how kingdom-minded he is. He yeah. literally has given his life into the kingdom of God yeah. and God's righteousness. Yeah. He's given his life. And so when you see that, what does the word tell you? If a person will do that, all these things will be added. Yeah. So the material things will be added in that way. Um, yeah. You know, it's beloved above all things. I wish that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Mm -hmm. So as he jumped into the spiritual side of things, he's going to prosper financially and in all areas of life, and he's going to prosper in mm -hmm. his health. He's going to. Well, that morning she actually said before he before he received that car, he called and they announced it publicly. He called her and was like, I just want to give the biggest thing we've ever given in our lives. And she's like, that's come up to me too. They sewed $100,000 that day. Before he received that car, that wow. was the heart of, I want to sew yeah. something big into my God. It was just see that. beautiful. Yeah. I know. And, that, and that's just it. Hey, Brother Mark, good to see you. Glory to God, that looks like it's not not here. But I see oh. Brother Mark on here. Grayson, Grayson's on here. Good to see everybody. We love you. It looks like, guys, our chat needs to be refreshed or something. So. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, it, one of the things is when people start to realize that we need to be good receivers, right, they'll immediately go to the physical side of yeah. things. And, and one of the things we have to do is take a look at the balance. In other words, if you want to be a good receiver materially, you have to dive into the kingdom of God and his righteousness. In him we live and move and have our being. But here, here's what you want to look at, because a lot of people will say, well, I'm just not receiving stuff. Maybe I need to be more active. And uh, I know uh, Kevin uh, Nowicki and I were having a conversation this morning. He was like more violent with my faith, so to speak, and, and take it by force. There is something to be said for that, and I'll, I'll try to give you some balance on that today. But that's what I'm saying. Sometimes we're moving along. Like, for example, for us in in the church in Boomerang, you know, we believed that the Lord was going to bless Boomerang, give us people in a, you know, uh, in a wealth of people is a king's glory, the word says in Proverbs. Uh, in, in a lack of people is uh, shame, basically, mm -hmm. right? And so one of the things that you want to see is you want to see increase and you want to see abundance. So we believed for that. But here's what I want you to see. God has priorities. His priority is the kingdom and you, mm -hmm. right? That God's priorities is the kingdom of God advancing because the more the kingdom of God advances, more people will be blessed. 
you and your spiritual condition is a priority. You see that in 3 John 1, 2. Beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in health as the priority is handled, as your soul prospers. So as you renew your mind, right? So we knew God wanted to bless the church. We knew that he wanted. But here's the issue. We weren't, honestly, we weren't ready to be blessed. We weren't ready to be blessed in the number yet because we had some foundational elements to be worked out first. And before we got those foundational elements worked out, if God would have sent the people, we could have, one, stopped the working on those foundational elements that were absolutely core and key to our soul prospering. Two, we would have given those foundational elements wrongly, the wrong foundations, to the people. So he gave us the people that had the maturity to help us grow to that point that could be there. And now what we're seeing is we're seeing an explosion of those things. Now we're seeing an explosion of the glory. Now we're seeing an explosion of of the power of God. So one of the things, you know, just this past week, yesterday, uh, yesterday, um, (laughs) we get a message on the testimony line. And Chris... Uh, and prayer Friday night, I had no idea. He, he, I was talking to him on the phone yesterday and he said, you know, I know that you flow in the anointing of God. I didn't know he was getting ready to back it up with this testimony, but yeah. he said, I know you do. He's asking me some questions about the anointing and about the flow. He said, but he said, what happened Friday night? I was having pain in my shoulder and I was praying about it all afternoon. He said, you walked by me Friday after, uh, Friday night at prayer time. He said, and you laid your hand on my shoulder, wow. right? On the shoulder that was hurting. Well, that's, you know, I got 50-50, you know. But it's, I, I laid my hand on that shoulder. He said, it was healed. Yeah. He said, I've had no more pain <laughs> since then. He said, I realized on the way home, like, oh, I'm, I don't have any more pain. He said, so wow. that anointing flew through. That's what I'm saying. We want to get to the place where we're operating in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't praying for him. We're supposed to just carry an anointing. Yeah. You see, we carry that anointing and our yeah. presence changes things. Just like when they brought the people uh, in, you know, in front of, in, in the distance of the shadow, yeah. you know, to Peter and John and the apostles. So one of the things that you see is many times, if I looked at the history of Boomerang, I would see the first eight years very frustrating and what I would consider not much fruit, not much growth. We had fruit. We had more fruit than I would say most do. But compared to what we saw in faith in the future, it wasn't there. The reason is there was priorities to God. And that priority was our spiritual foundation before we had the success of numbers. Because he wants that foundation right Number one, so that we don't stop before we get there. Number two, so that what we're giving to people is correct, right? And so that happened around year eight. We knew everything changed around that period of time. And so one of the things that you see is this, and I'm giving you this balance of when to receive because a lot of times people will look at their life and they might not see the fruit that they know God wants them to have, and they'll jump ship. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll say, okay, or maybe they don't jump ship. Maybe they don't leave where they should. They should be a place, and they leave that place. Or they change what they're doing. In other words, they'll try to press into something right. that God has not told them to press into. So when you talk about 
the leading of God, yeah. you have to have the Word of God what to do, and you have to have the Word on when to do it. You have to know those two, two things. So yeah. a lot of times uh, we're pressing into something and we're like actively forcing or trying to manifest our yeah. faith project and God hadn't told us it's now. Now, if he's told you it's now, then you're good. Go after it. Go after it strong. Yeah. Like if he said, do this, do this now, then go after it. By all means, go after it. Make sure you have confirmation, but go after it. But if you just know in your spirit what to do, but you don't know when that promise is, yeah. don't put words in God's mouth, yeah. right? Don't try to receive something that, that he hasn't said now's the time to receive. Like, for example, I know in my life there is some things down the road that I, the Lord's already shown me that I'm supposed to do. I, I can't do those now. I know that I can't. If I put faith, now I'm praying those things out. I'm believing God for those things. I, I'm doing all of that. But if I tried to manifest those right now, I would get out of order. I would hurt myself, my family, and I would hurt the people around me. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. So my faith shouldn't be applied towards manifesting that right now. I know the times now. God's big enough to tell us his timing. Yeah. God's big enough. So when we're receiving, don't press into a future manifestation without hearing from God that it's time for it to manifest. Amen. Right? Go ahead. I was going to say, put that in the comments. God's big enough to tell me his timing. Yes. And while you're drinking, Rachel said the same thing happened to her. She had a really bad headache, and you laid your hand on her head, and within minutes, mm -hmm. it was gone. It normally hasn't happened that quickly. On wow. Friday night? Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> That's cool. Rachel in the sound booth. Yes. yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. I didn't know that. See, and that, you know, <laughs> that can show you too. Sometimes we think we're not having any effect. Mm -hmm. Like those, that's two different instantaneous healings. Wow. I didn't even pray for them. <laughs> I didn't even know happened until yesterday and today. Yeah. You know, glory to God. You know, wow. so I didn't even know those things were happening. <laughs> that's the kind of anointing that all of us are carried to, are called to carry, right? Yeah. But the reason I talk about that is, when we recognize that it is absolutely our responsibility to receive, right? Then all of a sudden we start looking, we should, and we should look at the fruit of what we've received. Here's another thing to look at, Matthew 6, 12. Look at the people that you are called to and that you're following. Are they rece receiving the fruit? Yeah. You know, because Hebrews 6, 12 says, follow those or imitate those who through faith and patience are inheriting the promises of God, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. if, if you have somebody, God says basically follow the ones that are inheriting. Yeah. If they're not inheriting, he doesn't give us a command to follow them. Which is receiving. Which is receiving, <laughs> yeah. They're receiving. Follow those who receive. Exactly, yeah. It's a great, that's, that's the point. Like 95% of believers are gone. Don't follow those ones. Yes, yeah. <laughs> follow the ones who are receiving. It's a great point. I hadn't even thought about that. That's awesome. Amen. Follow those who are inheriting. Follow those who are receiving it. And they're operating in faith and patience. Not out there very active, very busy. It looks holy, but it's not. Yeah. They're in faith and they're in patience, right? Because I, the Lord just showed something to me on, on the drive here today is 
Nicole and I, I would say, have been pretty patient over a lot of things. And there's some things I've watched people around us get things, not necessarily receive them, but I've watched them get them. Yeah. Okay. In other words, they made up their mind they wanted to get them. But the issue is, did God actually tell them, right? Uh, for example, I've watched many people around us over time. They went out and got a church. They began pastoring a church. But were they called to do that? Now, I don't know about that. I don't know, you know. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, we want to make sure that the Lord is in this. Man shall live not by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So on the way here, the Lord was showing me, he was saying, because of your patience, I'm going to give you things other people can't get. Yeah. I'm going to give you yeah. things Glory other people God. can't get because they'll try to get it, but they'll burn themselves out and they'll, they'll live a short life because they burn themselves out. He said, but because you've been faithful and patient, I'm going to put these things in your hand, right? Yeah. And so, and that's the kind of testimonies Amen. that we have. And I was like, Lord, don't just do it for me. Like, let the people see yeah. what patience will do. Yeah. yeah. Patience in you will do. Let yeah. the people see. And I'm truly, at this point in our lives, I'm watching a manifestation of God's goodness on a level that we've never seen before that is completely illogical. Like no planning necessarily on a physical standpoint. Just the only planning we have was go after God with everything we have, like what yeah. you were saying with Pastor Rodney, give our lives to him, you know, yeah. give our lives to him. And what does God promise? If you will give me you, you know, seek first his kingdom and righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So going back to what I was saying is this, is there's going to be, yeah, amen, Brother Mark. He said, God's goodness. So there's going to be times where you don't see the fruit manifesting exactly like you want it. That doesn't mean it's not happening. There, and I'm not saying that that has to be this way. I'm just saying generally because we've missed it in some areas, there have been times. In other words, I think we could have more success in the church had I gotten on the ball earlier. You see what I mean? I think I was doing the best I knew how in the, in the physical, but I think we probably could have skipped some time. Uh, but there were some things I didn't know if I would have been more hungry, if I'd have gone after him, probably could have skipped some years. Okay, so we missed it if we did, you know, did we? I don't even know. I don't care. Yeah. I just know that I want to go after him as fast as I can go. Yeah. So there may be moments where that you don't see the fruit that you're expecting. Yeah. There may be moments where you don't see that fruit that you're expecting. That doesn't mean that you jump ship. Yeah. See, our testimony is that we didn't jump ship. Amen. We kept faithful, and you keep on doing those things. So we don't jump ship. We don't just jump because we don't see it. However, over a long period of time, there should be consistent fruit. Amen. There should be that fruit. Over a long period of time, you should see that. So as you, in other words, a lot of people are so impatient because we're in such a microwave society Mm -hmm. Well, what will happen is they'll say, oh, Lord, I'm believing you for $100,000 income, and they're making twenty right now. And three months later, they're like, this isn't working. Yeah. You know, three months? You know, you spent 30 years of your life getting to a $20,000 income, and all of a sudden in three months it's not working because you're not at hundred grand a year? Yeah. 
Like, you see what I'm saying? So don't, don't just jump ship and then, or try to change things because it didn't manifest in your flesh's timetable. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, hear that. Don't jump ship of the practices of faith because your things didn't manifest on your flesh's timetable. Yeah. It's a big point. And a lot of people, they try to make things and get things outside of the Word of God, outside of His timing. You know, many people see other things. Well, you have this. I like that. I want that. I'm going to go after that. You have this. I want that. I'm going to go after that. You, mm -hmm. you have this vacation house at the beach. I'm going to go after that. So, I'm, so then they'll work for 20 years to get a vacation house. The Lord would have given them in 10 if they'd have sought the kingdom first. Yep. Yeah. Right? So yeah. if, you, if you'll go after the Lord, he will make those things happen. Amen. He yeah. will bring those things about. And so that's the, that's the issue is don't try to manifest God something God hasn't spoken. Mm -hmm. And yeah. put that in the comments. Don't try to receive something that God hasn't spoken. Don't try to receive something God hasn't spoken. That's presumption. Yeah. That's presumption. So now in receiving, uh, there's, there's one of these things. Now once you have God's word, everything changes. Mm-hmm. Once you have his word and you know his timing, everything changes on that. Because yeah. now you can actively go after that. When you know what to go to receive yeah. or what to get or what to do, and you know that that timing is now, everything changes. So I want to show you this. Do you all have anything before I jump into this? Questions. I know we had some questions in the comments. Okay. But we'll, we'll get to those in just, in just okay. a little bit. Right. I think I think it's a smidge a different direction. Okay. Yeah, we, we'll we get have back them. To All right. So this is what I want you to see is I, I was looking at these scriptures, and one of the things when we're talking about receiving and, and how to receive, one of the things that you, that you see is uh, today, how do we receive from God is, is the title. So one of the things is, the first thing you got to know about receiving is that it is God's will. It's God's will for you to receive. Just like you pointed out in Hebrews 6, 12, follow those who are receiving, mm -hmm. right? Follow Amen. those who are receiving. Uh, so I don't want to go, I don't want to, if I'm trying to believe God, you know, for a, you know, let's say I'm trying to believe him to, you know, uh, for a plane. Let's just say a plane. Then I don't want to go... I don't want to go follow the preacher that doesn't believe in receiving planes. You know, I want to follow the preacher that's received many of them. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. I, Brother Copeland, who's given away 29, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. given away 29. The man knows how to operate in kingdom currency of yeah. faith dealing with aircraft. Yeah. You know, he knows how. I want, to, uh, I want to have some of that knowledge and understanding in there. So number one thing is... Uh, Philippians 14, uh, 4, 15 says, no, Paul says this to that church, no church shared with me or they, no church gave to me in the matter of giving and receiving, but you alone. Yeah. So one of the first things that you have is you have that giving and receiving goes together. Yeah. Giving and receiving goes together. They, they go hand in hand. We talked about the other verse that says, where Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than receive. He didn't right. say receiving wasn't blessed. He, he actually said receiving was blessed because he said it's more blessed. More. In other words, yeah. by context, 
receiving is blessed. Yeah. But it's more blessed if you're a giver, right? Yeah. So that doesn't mean that receiving isn't blessed. It right. is blessed. But see, the devil turns this because he knows if he can keep you from receiving, if he can keep us from receiving, then we won't walk in abundance for every good work like we see in 2 Corinthians 9. Yeah. Now, one of the things that you see here is you see that you see receiving also another one is uh, Mark 10, 15. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it at all. Yeah. Okay. So those are two verses and they both are different Greek words. Okay. Now they mean very much, very close to the same thing. But the original word in Mark 10 is a word like dekomai. That's probably botched pronunciation, but that's the way it looks to me in my North Carolinian. All right, so decomai. So that's the word for receive in Mark 10, 15. All right, now, what that word means, I want you to see this. It means to take with the hand. Um, and I want, you to, I want you to see this. Most people, their idea of receiving is, okay, Lord, I've sown now, and uh, pour it out. Yeah. Pour it out. Pour it out. And they're not they're not taking. Mm -hmm. They're waiting. Yeah. Right? And this goes along with what uh, Kevin was asking me. I believe cuz Kevin was sent me a question this morning about himself. This is going to be right on. So now again, if you don't have a word for it, if there's not already a general promise in the word or you don't have a specific rhema word to you, then you don't go and take things. Right. You don't go and receive and take them. But when you have a specific word from like healing, healing is now. Healing is all the time. Yeah. I can take that now. Prosperity is now. I can take that now. In other words, I should believe that I'm going up. Now, it may take some time to manifest that. Like with Brother Rodney, when they first got, they needed a van. And the Lord spoke to him clearly and said, I've talked to five people to give you a van, and none of them have listened to me, right? Could you imagine being that person that sowed into his American ministry today? Oh, my goodness, what a blessing. Mm -hmm. So the Lord had spoken. In other words, God's given people opportunity to manifest. But his taking, his taking of that is not him going out there and signing on the dotted line to pay for a van. That's right. what a lot of people think taking and being active is. That's not it. No, his taking is I entered into faith and I stay in faith through faith and patience and I inherit it not through signing the line, but by being in faith and patience at the leading of God. Yeah. In other words, if he tells you to go sign the papers for it, go sign the papers. But if that hasn't been a specific instruction, then you stay in faith and patience. Yeah. Don't drop faith and patience. So what happens, that's why I was telling that earlier, is sometimes we see a period of time and we don't see it manifest yet and we think it's not working. Yeah. And that's the devil trying to get us to stop or to change what we're doing. But what we're doing is working if we're in faith and patience. Mm -hmm. And so every time you think about it, you thank you for that new van. Thank you, Lord, for that house. Thank you, Father, for that whatever it is that yeah. he's told you to believe for. All right, now, here's what I want you to see, though. But here's what most people do. They'll go and they'll sow and they'll, amen. Uh, mm -mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> no, that's that's from us. That's part of our gift to them. So that's what he's saying. Oh, yeah. I saw I saw Lord spelled with a T, and I'm like, oh, it's Stephen. Here we go. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> anyway, Stephen Hurlbert just got uh, one of the unexpected blessings. So we gave them a gift where they they send them food from all oh, over the cool. world, one each month. <laughs> so that was one of our gifts to them. So Nicole found it. It was really cool. Okay, I'm sorry, Stephen. I judged it as being one of your sassy ones. I was wrong. <laughs> so, so now watch this. Most people, if you have a word from the Lord, then take it, right? Then, then go after it. That doesn't mean, you know, just use a car analogy. If I'm believing for a new car, that doesn't, taking it by faith means that I'm aggressive in my faith, right. not aggressive in signing the on the dotted line. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people go and they try to manifest their own thing. This is what Moses did, and which kept him out of salvation, kept him out of the promised land, because he struck the rock when God commanded him to speak to it. Mm -hmm. So many people, they try to take it in their own fleshly, uh, logical way, because I did it this way before, because it worked that way before. Right. Even God told him to do it that way before. Yeah. But that's not what God said to do this time. Mm -hmm. God is specific in his leading. Yeah. And so if he hasn't spoken to do it a certain way, don't do it a certain way, right? Yeah. Um, so you have to you have to be led. So many p times people in a, like a car situation, I'm believing you for a car. Well, go sign the dotted line for one is what people think. That's not receiving from the Lord unless he told you that. Right. Receiving and taking it by faith is faith and patience. Every time you think, thank you, Lord, for that new car. Thank you, Lord, for that new car. You know, Nicole and I just got a, got a new car. So I want you to know, though, we received a word about that car about a year ago. But you notice we didn't go get that car until about a month ago, yeah. right? Why? Because it wasn't time to go manifest it ourselves. And what the Lord did was, and I, there was a, a prophet that we're connected to. He said, I see a new car for y'all. He said, I, I see a new car. I was like, glory to God, we need a new car, you know? And, uh, you know, we need a couple of new cars. He said, well, I see one. And uh, and he was specific. He just saw one. Maybe there's more, but he saw that one. And and he said, he said, I see that. I said, okay. So what am I doing? Every time I thought about it, I'd say, thank you, Lord, for that car. I'll tell you about two months before we got the new car, that word came alive to us again. Like, it's time, it's time, it's time. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, Nicole and I started believing on that word again. That was us taking it yeah. by faith. Then one day I'm downtown, the Lord says, pull in here. And in the middle of the lot is the exact kind of car that we were wanting. The exact one, great shape, great condition, all that. It was in, but I, if I had just drove by, I wouldn't right. even been able to see it. Yeah. He said, pull in and pull through. I pulled in. I saw, I was like, oh my goodness, that's, and I went and tested it. Perfect. I mean, it just fell together like this, just fell in. So yeah. we didn't take it by just going to sign for it. Right. Uh, any car. No, we took it by hearing that word from the Lord. But I want you to see this because most people, when they're receiving, they never receive well because what they're doing is they're sitting there and let's say they sow a seed. Let's say that they sow a seed and they'll go, okay, Lord. And, and they've taken, they many, many times, and I didn't understand this for a long time, Malachi 3, you know, give, bring the tithe into the storehouse and I will pour out a blessing, yeah. right? And so we just think, we have this idea in the American church, 
Well, we'll go after God and we'll just do nothing. God will just like this. But even to Joshua, he says, meditate on my word day and night, and then you will make your way, make your way prosperous. He says, I give you the power mm -hmm. to get well. You yeah. see, and you see it, in other words, God gives us a power and a strength and a word to accomplish. So we have to apply the taking, but not apply it without his word or not right. apply it at a, a time that wasn't given in his word. You know, uh, Stephen's on here, uh, Evangelist Stephen Herbert, and uh, he just has had some stuff happen that is amazing stuff. And all the while, and I know because he and I have talked about it, he's watched people around him like go and wrong, maybe wrongfully take their ministry, right. right? Not at the word of the Lord, but they're assuming. Mm -hmm. They're in presumption. And and they'll have a ministry come up and, and I go and take this ministry. And so he watched friends take these ministries and different things. And all the while, the Lord was basically tell him, telling him, keep doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing, right? And so he was taking his ministry by obedience to the Word of God. You right. remember with Samuel, right? And in, what is it, uh, I think 1 Samuel 15, he says, obedience is better than sacrifice yeah. because uh, um, King Saul had actually, he had done what it looked like holy, but he had crossed what God had said. He hadn't listened to what the Lord had said. Yeah. When we listen to what the Lord says, it always works out. So now he and I were talking just the other day, and, and he said, you know, there's a lot of people that are not even in ministry anymore right. that are called. They're not even in ministry. Like, I'm the only one out of, out of this group that's even in ministry. I was like, that's a testimony right yeah. there. And then all of a sudden you start to see. And in an instant, from one day to the next, he had a flip-flop of some circumstances. And now all of a sudden it looks like, I mean, ministry is about to take off. So how... How valuable was that time that looked like you weren't doing anything? But what he was doing was he was taking the word yeah. of God. He was yeah. taking that word, but he was doing it by faith and patience. And so many times what we're doing is we're waiting on God to pour it out. But he, he was obedient to do what God told him to do in that way. Working on himself, had to work some stuff out just like all of us do. Get that foundation where it needs to be. But here's what most people do. They'll plant a seed and then they'll go like this. So hold your hand up. And they're waiting for God to go, here you go. Here's your blessing. Here you go. Here's your blessing. Yeah. They're waiting for the Lord like this. Yeah. And so they're like sitting there like holy. But that is not what this word received means. Mm -mm. This word received means uh, if God gave you the word, not if, again, we balanced it all this whole first half of it. If he didn't give you the word, you don't do this. But once he's given you the word and you become a receiver, this word take doesn't just mean to sit there and wait. Yeah. It means that you reach out with your faith and you grab it. Yeah. You reach out in obedience and patience Amen. and grab it. And so God says, I have this blessing for you. And you Get it. Okay, Lord, I receive it. You thank him for it with your faith. You're confessing it. You're thanking him. Yeah. You're, you know, now, he may say, if he gives you a specific, so for example, 
This is, this is proper receiving and taking of it. We hear the word of the Lord. There's a car in your future. We don't assume that we go out tomorrow and do it. But I'll tell you what we did do. We started defining what do we want. Yeah. Okay, there's a car in our future. Lord, what do we want? All right. So we learned what we wanted. We kept coming back. Some Actually, I had some cars on the refrigerator that I was believing God for. And we refined it. And one of them I put up there and I went and I took it down. I was like, no. Nah. I was like, I just don't have peace on that. I was like, this one, it moves me in my spirit. That's the peace of the Lord. That's the Holy Spirit. So we define that. So over this, over this year before we got that car, from the word to the time we got the car, right, what we did was we said, you know what? Um, what, is, what is the kind of car we want? We start praying that out. We start, what's the one you want for us, Lord? What do you want for us? He yeah. gave us a piece on those vehicles. I, there's a second one. We have a piece on like, I don't know what a third one would be. We need that, but I know I know what the first one was and I know what the second one was. Yeah. The second one's still on our fridge, you know. And and so we know what those are. And so then all of a sudden, I he we're praying every time we think about it, we just thank him for it. Thank you, Lord, for that. We have a new car. It's paid for in Jesus' name. We have a new car, it's paid for. And the, and the truth be told, that thing was already paid for. The day I bought it, it was paid for, mm -hmm. right? Now, I, I went ahead and got, I'll, I'll tell you this, I went ahead and got the loan because I had the money somewhere else that was making more, more money than the loan was. So I wasn't going to take it out of that, you know, and, and pay. I was making more here in a few days than I was in the life of the loan was going to yeah. take for me. So the Lord said, keep that there. You can pay it off at any time you want. It's paid for. Right, And so it, it's one of those things where you hear from the Lord. He'll put you in the right place at the right time, yeah. and he'll make money for you, you see? And so all of a sudden, he said, hey, go get this car now. He said, drive through there. I saw it. Test drove it, got, got the paperwork done by the next morning, within 24 hours. So how did we take it? Well, the first year of that, in that 24-hour period, our taking it changed because we had a word. Yeah. But before that 24-hour period of time, our taking it, we weren't just sitting there like this. Yeah. No, when we think about, thank you, Lord, we have a new car. Thank you. We would confess that new car. We would thank him for that new car. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. You've given it to us. We receive it. We thank you for it in Jesus' name, right? We would thank him for it. We would receive it. Now, here's the other thing is when he showed us okay, it's time to go get it, right? Then all of a sudden our taking it changed and our taking it went from thanking and confessing to action in that moment, in that, in that moment. And then we took possession of the car. But you understand that we were taking it for that whole year. Yeah. That yeah. was an active. In other words, we weren't, oh, that, you remember that prophet gave us a word we were going to have a new car sometime soon. Uh, we weren't just sitting there going, oh yeah, that was a great word. Mm -hmm. No, we took that word, we applied that word, we confessed that word by patience. We thanked God for it and stayed and kept our faith. That was a taking it faith. That was a receiving faith, a receiving faith, yeah, okay? Yeah. 
Most people will have a word like that. They'll, no go, they'll never go back and review it. I have a whole file in here of quotes that I will go over on a regular basis and read mm -hmm. about this is a word that the Lord spoke to me. I have videos where you know somebody had a word yeah. for me. I have them recorded. I'll go back to them and I'll look and watch that video, get that word fresh. You know, generally at the beginning of the year, I like to do that. What am I doing? I'm not sitting there with my hands out. Oh, Lord, please overflow me. Please overflow. Me. No, by that faith, I'm reviewing those words. I'm meditating on those words. It's like kind of what Paul uh, said to Timothy. Stir up the gift that's within you by the laying on of hands. In other words, it's there. That word is there. That provision is there. Yeah. Take it with your faith. Yeah. Receive that that gift. Receive that word with your faith by meditating on the words that God has given you day and night. This is an active taking. We're not just sitting there like, oh God, one day, maybe, maybe one day you'll pour it out on me. Maybe one day it'll be my right time. Yeah. See, no, that's not how you take it. That's not how you receive it. But you don't receive it as well by just as soon as he tells you something, you go and try to manifest it yourself. Yeah. See, that, that thing completely manifested in God's timing, exactly how he had it laid out. He saw that car. Our job was to pray it out. Had we not prayed it out, would we have had the money for it? Probably not. Probably not. See, but our praying it out produce the supply for yeah. it, right? And so that's what we do. So look at this, these words again. The word receive means to take with the hand. So if giving and receiving go hand in hand, then the first thing I've got to do is I've got to give and sow. But the second thing, I must take some actions to receive it. Yeah. I must take some action to receive it. When he tells me to receive and he tells us to be the type of people that God will have others follow, I must be a one that can inherit, that receives. Then if I'm going to receive, I've got to learn how to take it. I have to learn how to take it. The same word here means uh, to take up. Okay, So this is not, when we're taking these things by faith and patience and obedience to the word of God, uh, hold this. When we're, when we're taking these things, I'm not just laying my hand on it. No, I'm grabbing a hold of it in such a way that I can lift it. Mm -hmm. I've got a grip on it. Yeah. I, I can lift it up and take it to another place. Yeah. I'm not just, and you, it's one thing just to say, okay, I have it. No, I have it and I have enough of a grip on it. Yeah. I'm not letting go. Yeah. Right. I'm not letting go of No, it's mine. It's mine. All right. So then the other one is... Uh, another part is to receive or to get, mm -hmm. right? So you can see these are action words, not waiting words, right? Yeah. And now, there are times where, and I've had multiple of these, I love these, where I'm just sitting there, I didn't even know I needed something. And God says, oh, here you go, here's this for you. Oh, here you go, here's this for you, you know? And, and that's, yeah. uh, that's a receiving like most people think about. Yeah. It's like he just drops it in your life. And he will do that. But that is limited compared to what he wants you to receive. Mm -hmm. If all you're doing is waiting for the ones that God drops in your lap, you're not going to fulfill your destiny. Right. Put that in the comments. If all you're doing is waiting for God to drop blessings in your lap, you will not fulfill your destiny. <laughs> right? Yeah. You won't because there are things that you don't just wait on and and there's things that you 
get. Yeah. There's things that you take, right? Yeah. All right, now look at this in Philippians 4, 15, now concerning giving and receiving. The word there is lambano, if that's right. All right, here's the, listen to these definitions, right? To take up a thing to be carried. In other words, think about this. If I'm going to receive properly, I've got to have the strength to carry it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, Lord, I want, a, I want a beach house. Lord, give me a beach house. Give me a beach house. Um, do you know what the insurance on a beach house is? Do you know how much it costs? Do you know how much a beach house costs? Taxes? Right <laughs> yeah. Like right now, I just looked at one the other day. And it was, um, you could own, a. Uh, let's see here. What was this? That was, you could own a tenth of a beach house, and it was uh, $59,000 for a tenth. Of, so that's $590,000 for this beach house, and it was a rundown beach house, right? Most of the ones on the, on the ocean front, most of them are a million to a million five is a good average. Mm -hmm. Like they cost, all right, now here's the question. Do you... Well, do you have the money to support that? Do you have the salary to support that? So, in other words, when we're going to receive, we've got to let the Lord build us to the place where we can carry it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, if I'm going to receive something to be carried, I've got to have the strength to carry it. Yeah. Well, I want a Mercedes. Do you know what it costs to have the oil changed in a Mercedes? You know, if I don't... I haven't looked at it recently, but I know it's not a, a $40 oil change. <laughs> it's different. you got to have, every time you carry something to be fixed, the smallest thing, it's a thousand bucks. You don't just take it to Walmart? You don't take it to Walmart. <laughs> yeah. You don't, it's a thousand dollars. Every, any of the luxury cars, you go to fix them, minimum thousand bucks. You got a thousand bucks just laying around. See, so a lot of times people want these things, right? But they don't, they don't want to build themselves to the place where they can carry these things. God doesn't want to give you something that's going to ruin you. Yeah. He wants to give you stuff, but he doesn't want to give you stuff. He has priorities in this. So if we're going to get to the place where we receive fully yeah. God's gift, we've got to give ourselves to the growth to be able to carry it. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to be, get ourselves. Now, God can do that overnight. God can, I mean, he can bless you overnight. Are you able to... To carry that blessing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay, well, I, I just want to win the lottery in 200 million. Do you have the spiritual capacity to handle 200 million dollars? Yeah. Most people don't. Yeah. The majority of people, it ruins them when they when they get that kind of inheritance or they get that kind of lottery or something. It ruins yeah. them. See, God doesn't want us just to receive things, He wants right. us to receive a foundation to carry those things, to yeah. be a success story. See, we don't follow just people that have stuff. We follow yeah. people who inherited God's way. Yeah. Hear yeah. that. We don't just follow people. We follow people who inherited, inherited it and received it in God's way, not just they just got it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can go and sign my paper, my name on a lot of things, probably get a lot of stuff, but I won't have them long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. Get, I could go sign my name for a lot of stuff, and I might have it for a day before they figure out he didn't have that money, you know. See, yeah. God wants you to take up a thing to be carried. Yeah. It reminds me once I... Um, <laughs> 
I I didn't have a car to drive. I had well, I had a car, and then it was all craziness, and it, that was not. That's a whole other story. It wasn't good. It was not the right car. I I took action, and it was not right. And I was like, <laughs> dang it! I can. This is very evident. This car, like it was, it boggled people's minds when I yeah. told them how many things were breaking on the car. Like it was, it was like abnormal, and yeah. it was because it was not right. But anyway, so I didn't. So that I didn't have a car, and I. I wanted to I wanted to go to the grocery store on my way home. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can walk. It's in walking distance. And I remember I was like, hey, I'm excited. I'm gonna get food. Like I really need food right now. So I went, got my groceries, and normally the walk home would have been fine. Yeah. And like I'm like whenever I buy milk, like I buy like a gallon of it. Like especially at the time, I was drinking, yeah. I was eating a lot of cereal and stuff. So I get all these groceries, and it hits me. I'm walking out of the grocery store, and I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no! I didn't think this through." <laughs> and I start like it's like two. I'm like two minutes into it. And like I have the lines in my skin <laughs> from the bags, like the milk. All of the bags are digging into me, and I was like, I didn't think this through. <laughs> I have all this food, and I can't carry it. And I had to call someone to pick me up and take me home because I physically could not take all the groceries that I wow. wanted yeah. home. Yeah. And it, yeah. Like as soon as you said it, I was like, Oh, I did that once with groceries. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's good to learn that lesson with groceries before you buy houses and cars yeah. and, and, and build ministries that God didn't build, yeah. right? So. Well, and that's what came up to me when you were talking is, you know, you mentioned Evangelist Stephen earlier. I remember when I moved here, something that you used to say often, you still say it, but you used to say it often when I first got here, probably just for me, because the Lord is like, Barrett needs to hear it a lot, yeah. um, is you don't want to be somebody who's a flash in the pan. Yeah. Like you don't want to just make an appearance. You want to be an enduring flame, an enduring fire. And in order to do that, you need to let the Lord provide the kindling for that, yeah. to allow the Lord to bring the logs in for that. So that right. way, when he lights you, when he ignites it, it yes. endures. Yeah. And that's what happens with so many ministers, especially, is they'll just see the vision, the big picture, or what they think yeah. is the big picture. I did this when I moved here. I yeah. thought I had so many things I thought that would happen. And if you, at that point, when I moved here, if you gave me just what I'm handling right now, and I know there's <laughs> so You'd much have blown more part at the seams I would yeah. have yeah. and I know down the no road doubt. there's so much more for me yeah. but just right now I, I would have yeah. it would have been bad because I had I did yeah. not have the capacity to just do the work yeah. but also yeah. spiritually endure yeah. what I'm called to do well even when you first like came on full time here right <laughs> like the first you were getting overwhelmed at the beginning and what you were doing then was probably about a quarter of what you're doing now maybe yeah yeah so and you were having a hard time then but I taught you how to yeah. handle that, how to carry that, how to rely on God and utilize His grace for it, you know. Mm -hmm. And so those are the things that we have to learn how to do. So this is, and this is a good point that, so, oh man, we're already over one. Um, so let me, I'm going to give you a point to wrap this up and um I'm going to give you a point to wrap it up, but before I do, I want to give you the rest of these definitions. Just read through them quickly. This is the definition of the word to receive. So uh, these are different things it can mean. 
to take up a thing to be carried, to take upon oneself, right? To take in order to carry away without the notion of violence, to remove, to take away. In other words, we're not doing this by just force in that way. We're doing it by command. We're doing it by obedience to God. There's a peace in it. There's yeah. a grace in it. You know, A lot of people think that they got to be so aggressive. And we do need to be aggressive with the devil. And we need to be aggressive in our stance towards no faith. Right. You know, like, but this is not something that has to be hard. It's supposed to be easy and light, you see? So there's this, there's these things that people will do, and, and this will make sense when I give my last point here, is to take what is one's own, to take to oneself, to make one's own, to, to claim, to procure for oneself. So see, God wants to get us personal things, yeah. but we've got to grab a hold of it, and we've got to see the responsibility of grabbing it not just waiting for it, mm -hmm. right? Um, it says this, of that which is taken to not let go, to seize, to lay hold of, to apprehend. And watch this, to take by craft. And so a lot of our receiving is going to be a taught skill mm -hmm. that God teaches us in the world that he or he teaches us in the anointing in the kingdom. So it's something, in other words, a lot of people want to take, but they have no skill for it. Right. They have no craft because they've not given themselves to learn. So, like what you just described, you now have learned how to take those responsibilities Glory and receive those responsibilities, but you didn't know at the beginning. No. But you gave yourself to learn. And so now you're handling much more. And that makes you very valuable in the kingdom because I need that. You, you see how much you're carrying. I used to carry all of that. But the issue was we couldn't do everything we're doing now because right. I couldn't carry that and do it too. So as you did that, it gave all of us together give the ability for the kingdom to advance when we will take on ourselves the craft, the skill, the learning yeah. that we need, study to show ourselves approved. All right, and then it says uh, to catch at, reach after, strive to obtain, which means I keep going after it. I don't stop. Oh, I, I swiped for it and miss. I swiped, you know, and I miss. Now, no, I'm going to keep on reaching for it. I'm going to keep on keep on grabbing after that, taking that thing by faith and patience. To take a thing that is due. Hear this. The only thing due to you is what the word promises. Right. Write that in the comments. The only thing due to me is what the word promises. And I'm talking, now I am talking about this word of God, but I'm also talking about a rhema word. If God gives you a rhema word by the Holy Ghost and you know that you know that it's God and it was the Holy Spirit, then, and you've confirmed it, yeah. then that word will stand. If it's God, it will stand. If it's not God, it's not going to stand. That word will fall down because it wasn't the Lord. Mm -hmm. But the thing that's due is what the Lord has said to you. The thing that's due to you is what the Lord has said to you. And watch this. Not to refuse or reject. Not to refuse. So watch this. When we are not good receivers, we are refusing what God has said is due to us. Yeah. When we don't learn how to receive, then we are refusing those things. Now, here, here's what I want to say. 
So recently I had a, I had a revelation of watching people for many years. I, I was, I've been meditating on how do I teach people, and you know if you've been watching the broadcast, we talked a lot about being in our head mm -hmm. at the end of last year and the beginning of this year and thinking bigger and flowing by the Holy Ghost and by the Spirit, not by our worldly logic or in emotions. And so as I was meditating on that, the Holy Spirit brought something to me a couple weeks ago. And, and I used to do this, and, and this is, I used to do this. I'd, I've seen so many people do this. And, and so I hope that this helps because this really helped me to see it. What we'll see is we'll see somebody flowing in the anointing, right? We'll watch somebody like in worship or in a service or as they're ministering. You'll see them flowing in an anointing, right? Mm -hmm. And they'll operate in that anointing. But what we're seeing with our eyes is the fleshly or the physical manifestation of that anointing. Mm -hmm. So then many times we try to follow them. And so what we manifest is what we've seen with our logic or seen with our eyes. Okay, mm -hmm. We've mm -hmm. seen that. But what we should be looking at is the flow of the Spirit. What was the sense of what the Spirit was doing and how did that person do it? So you think about like in people that are receiving, you know, well, that person shakes. So maybe if I shake, mm -hmm. then I'll receive like they did. No, you're, you're now trying to manifest the physical thing, mm -hmm. right? You're trying to manifest that thing. So one of the things that will happen is, well, if I lift my hands, because that person lift their hands, they fell out. Uh, well, that person fell out, so maybe if I fall out, I'll do it. See, right. what they're mimicking is not the root. They're not mimicking the spirit. It says, follow those who faith and patience inherit the promises. But we're talking about a spiritual thing, not a physical thing. So they will mimic and try to imitate the fleshly manifestation of the moving of the spirit, not the moving of the spirit. So our job is not to imitate the fleshly manifestation. Our job is to imitate what did they do in the spirit? Mm -hmm. What were they doing in the spirit yeah. to receive that? So when we're mentally trying to figure all that out, we're watching what people do and, you know, are they, do they worship like this? Yeah, which I, I don't like, um, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> but um, what, are, what are they doing, you know? And what, what you have people doing is they're, they're mimicking the fleshly manifestation, whereas somebody may have done that by the Spirit one time. Now you have a whole group of people that are doing this, and they're mimicking the mm -hmm. fleshly manifestation. All right, now, in receiving, many people will see somebody like a Dr. Rodney, somebody like a story that I just gave about Stephen or somebody that saw what we're doing, and they'll see, man, the Lord's given them a church, they got a ministry. Here's how they're doing. They're doing Lunch Plus. They're doing all of these things. Yeah. And what they're looking at is the fleshly manifestation. But what they, if they're going to mimic it and if they're going to follow it correctly, they need to find out what we did spiritually to yeah. get there. So you don't just go and start a ministry. You don't just go and start a ministry like Ted Shellsworth Jr., you, you're not going to have his ministry. Mm -mm. First of all, that ministry is his. Yeah. And you don't try to mimic and do everything he says or say everything he does or say it like I would say it. You know, a buddy, buddy was listening to me the other day. He was like, wow, 
that you were bold. Well, he doesn't need to just try to be bold. He needs to see what was happening spiritually in that conversation. You see, you, you have to see how those things, what did they do spiritually to have the physical manifestations? Yeah. Follow the spiritual manifestation and the physical manifestations will take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. So many times in our receiving, our job is to take it, but we don't take it by physical action. We take it by the spiritual action. And so when you see people receiving that, learn and get around them and yeah. find out how did they receive that? Especially yeah. like if you'd asked me 10 years ago, how did you receive this? that you would not get a good answer. Today you'd get a very different answer, like how did you receive that car? I can tell you exactly what we did to get that car, right? We sowed, I can, you know, we're constantly sowing, so we have an account in the kingdom, mm -hmm. and uh, I can tell you how we received it. We thank God, we confessed, we, you know, we sought the Lord on which one he wants us to have, so when we see it, we know what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So when I drove through, I went, that, that, I think that's our car, yeah. you know, and uh, and then all of a sudden it was this piece of God that is our car, you know, and I knew it because I knew what it looked like, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I can tell you the spiritual things, but most people they it they boil it down. They just went, oh, they just went out and picked out a car. They found a car, picked yeah. it out, and signed on the dotted line. No, 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 yeah. no. That's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. Yeah. There was a spiritual process to it. And as you mimic that spiritual process, you will become good receivers. I think it's very important that he told us, follow people who are receivers. I mm -hmm. think that's a great word. I'm so glad you pointed that out because um, I didn't see it. That's and uh, Yeah, amen. And so follow people who are receivers. Follow people who are receivers. Follow people who are receivers. Mm -hmm. Follow not the spirit, the physical manifestation, but the spiritual manifestation of how they got yeah. it, the spiritual way. And what they did is in the spirit, they took it. Amen. They took it. And when they learn how to receive that way, they'll, they'll also receive other things as well. God just pours out stuff. You know, he's in the middle of pouring out stuff right now. And I'm like, I didn't even know I wanted this, Lord. I didn't even know I, I like that. Didn't I didn't know I like watches. Yeah, I didn't even know it. I, 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 well, when he said it, I knew it. But that was the first time I really had revelation of it. You know, uh, the motorcycle thing, the, the thing that, you know, y'all know about that we're big and believing for, you know, um, it's, I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. That was all just the Lord dropping some of that. But now that he's dropped the word in, now I need to reach out by faith and receive yeah. that. So. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. What was that one question? Let's answer that and uh, then we'll go. As, as we're getting ready to answer this, uh, this last question, if you would like to sow today, you can go to giveww.org. It is right to sow into an on-time word in your life. Even if you don't feel like it's on-time word, if it's the word, it's still right to sow into it. Okay, so this comes from Dylan. It's a bit of a longer one, okay. and I think there are multiple questions within the question. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, well, sounds like we'll me. see if we can answer them all today. If not... Tomorrow, if so. you had both Dylan and Marky on this segment, the oh, segment would be so long oh, and very different. I understand. <laughs> well, tomorrow we should have time to answer some of the individual yes. questions, and uh, and I'll listen to it, and then we'll see if we'll answer it today or tomorrow. But tomorrow we'll have time to listen to the individual questions and go over who <laughs> to receive. It's not bad, Dylan. <laughs> we love questions. It means yeah, you're hungry. Yeah, I love them. Go ahead. Okay. If we have revelation that our spirit is constantly receiving from the Holy Spirit, 
but our soul is only having glimpses of the reception, how do we go about this? Okay, say that again. If we have revelation that our spirit is constantly receiving from the Holy Spirit, but our soul is only having glimpses of the reception, how do we go about this? So if we know that the Spirit's always receiving, but we're only seeing it in part, um, do we keep speaking over the promises of God on our soul's prosperity and wait on the Lord, or is this too much of a soulish approach? Um, that's a good question. So what he's, what he's basically saying is, he's talking about receiving wisdom, knowledge, and being led by God, which the Lord, and I'll put it like this, the Lord is not withholding any good thing, which mm -hmm. includes his leading and his wisdom. So he's always broadcasting. On some level, we have not received that fully. Mm -hmm. you know? um, on some level, we've not always walked in everything that we need to. So generally, once you're born again, your spirit is made in the image and likeness of God. It's connected to God. It can receive those things. But... One of the things that happens is our soul, our flesh is fighting against our spirit. Our soul stands in the gap, basically, between uh, the spirit man who's made in the image and likeness of God doing everything right and uh, who we actually are. Yeah. So, in other words, our soul or our mind is a filter of what God is saying, what God wants us to do, and however we think as a man thinks, so is he. So... As our mind is renewed to be more like God, we will walk and talk more like God. The less it's renewed, uh, the less we will walk like that. We'll walk more like our flesh. So the, the thing is, how do we get more of God into manifested into our lives? So how do we receive more of his input, more of his wisdom, and more of the actions that we are to take on that? And that wholeheartedly is in your soul. It's the washing of the water of the word. We've got to study to show ourselves approved. We've got to knock down some of these walls that we haven't known were there. Mm -hmm. We've got to knock down some of the walls that we do know are there. Mm -hmm. You know, We've got to knock down some of these things and get them out of the way. And we do that because the, the, the Bible says this, that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, able to divide asunder soul and spirit. So that many times looks like a tangled mess and feels like a tangled mess to us. Yeah. But the word of God can surgically go in there and show you the difference. Mm -hmm. And so the more we study the word, we're in intimacy with the father, we're in fellowship with him, the more that he's able to get those things to us. So one of those ways is by being filled with the Holy Ghost and praying in the Holy Ghost and one of the things that we need to do is we need to make sure that we're allowing the Holy Spirit to flow through us. The more the Holy Spirit flows in us and through us, the more these things will become evident and he will also highlight things yeah. that we wouldn't be able to see logically because these things are spiritually discerned. So receiving God is, of course, Jesus as your Lord and Savior is first. Receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost is second, and then continuing in a fellowship with God, a spirit-led word, spirit-led worship, and spirit-led prayer, mm -hmm. uh, and spirit-led planting of the Lord in a church body. 
right? Because we'll receive there as well. Those places of intimacy and fellowship with God will take us to the place where we'll clean up more and more of God will pass through and be able to manifest in our lives and we'll receive those things. Okay, does that answer it? Does that answer it, Dylan? I hope so. So, you know, you want to get good at receiving and that is you've got to give yourself to change, to Mm -hmm. change uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2, a living sacrifice. In other words, we put ourselves on the altar. We don't come out the other side dead. We come out the other side more alive than we ever have yeah. been. But we put ourselves on the altar, how we think, what we think. You know, For you, I think, uh, Dylan, you can even see, like probably even when you got here, you had certain thoughts and, and thinking in a certain direction. You, you've been here long enough now where you're probably like, that doesn't line up with scripture, and I, I, I can't think that way anymore, and I think you've already made some changes. Plus, part of, part of what's good for all of us to do, and I think he's done this as well, is he said, what I thought I knew, I don't know. So, Lord, now I'm open to you to show mm-hmm. me what, what I need to know. Yeah. You yeah. know. Show me what's real. Show me what's true, and yeah. God will do it. He, yeah. He's not withholding any good thing from those who walk uprightly. So, uh, we've got to yield in that way and lay ourselves on the altar. And when we do, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, we're not conformed to the world or the world's way of thinking and the world's way of doing things, which all of us have been molded into. If, if there's a mold of the world, of the corrupted world, and every one of us in yeah. some way has been molded and pressed into that mold. So what we've got to do is take this word, crack that mold open, break it forever, let the anointing of God break the yoke of that mold, and then let the Holy Spirit transform us into his image, building us into a holy house in 1 Peter chapter 2. You'll see that building us into that holy house and that holy priesthood so that we can carry the glory of God in Ephesians 1 where we can be uh, have an administration suitable to God's glory so that then, and then Romans 12, uh, 2 shows us the end of that, is that then you will start to live God's perfect will, perfect and acceptable, and you'll prove God's will in that way. It's good, it's perfect, it's acceptable, right? And so you will be approved not only in your own life but to the people around you uh, you'll be a proof of God's perfect will. So what you see in Romans 12, 1 and 2 is what to do. Give yourself to that cleaning of your mind uh, through the Word of God and by the Holy Ghost. And the end result is the perfection of God's will can now flow through a living sacrifice that's transformed by the Word of God. But in other words, every part of God's will that you need can be made manifest. That's the promise of Romans 12, 1 and 2, that you will prove God's will is good and perfect and acceptable. Not only can you live it, but when you live it, the people around you will say, man, God's will is good. Look at his life. Look at her life. They'll say, God's will is good. I want that. I can accept that, right? That's God's plan of evangelism is that we will do exactly that. So that's a great question. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Again, if you'd like, oh, they had it up on there the whole time. If you'd like to give, go to giveww.org. You can give by Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, uh, Facebook. You can type in uh, hashtag donate followed by the amount right there on Facebook. 
uh, text to give, cryptocurrency, give one time or give all the time. We make it easy for you. <laughs> Whatever the Lord is leading you to do, give it out of love. Don't we don't we don't have to have it, yeah. right? Not yours. We have to have what God has put on people's hearts. But it's not pressure for you. You're not going to make or break the ministry. You're going to decide, I want to be a part of it or not. I want to be obedient to what God's telling me to do. Don't give under compulsion. Give out of love. And uh, if the Lord's leading you to do it, do it. And, and do what he tells you to do, and you'll be blessed. And so let's just, you know, based off of what I just prayed or just answered with Dylan, let's just pray this prayer right now. We're going to pray for, the, uh, for people to be in the family of God, to walk at the level that they need to. And we're going to pray that anything that people are sowing would be blessed abundantly right now. So, Father, right now, we just praise you. Thank you, Father. I just pray right now that everybody that's watching would be blessed, would be so blessed and lifted up. Lord, let it be a great testimony. Let their lives be a great testimony of God. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. We praise you and we worship you. Thank you, Lord. Just pray this with me. Say, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I believe you died for me. And I believe God brought you back to life. And when he raised you back to life, you didn't leave me in the place of death. You didn't leave me in the place of lack. But you raised me up to life with you. Jesus, Baptize me, Baptize in, the me. Holy Spirit, in the Holy Spirit and fire, and fire. to walk Walk the way you want me to walk. The way you want me to in walk. Jesus name. In Jesus' and name. And I receive. And I receive every part, every part of your salvation, of your salvation that you have for me. That you have for me. Right now. Right now. I receive. I receive. I take. I take. I take. I take. I take. I take my healing. My healing. My prosperity. My prosperity. My deliverance. My deliverance. My restoration. My restoration. My protection. My protection. And my fellowship with you. And my fellowship with you. My eternal life. My eternal life. I receive it now. I receive it now. I take it by faith. I take it by faith. I have it. I have it. It's mine. It's mine. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Father, everybody who sowed today, let it be pressed down, shaken together, running over into their lives. We thank you for it. We praise you for it. And we give you the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. If you enjoyed that, if you didn't see the last couple of days, go back and watch those on receiving, and uh, we'll have the links for you there. We just praise God for you, and thank you for being a part of the What's Right family, and uh, we're excited to see you tomorrow. We're going to answer some more questions, and thank you all for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Did you get anything out of it? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Did you get anything out of it? Put it in the comments if you did. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Give it a good thumbs up, but also, also, also share it. So you can share it with your friends on Facebook. On uh, there's like a little button on YouTube. You can share the link. Uh, make sure that you do that. Also, make sure that you subscribe and that you hit the little bell button because what that'll do is let you know exactly when we go live every day so that you can see words like this every single day. You are not going to want to miss it. On that note, also, we want to give you a little bit of an announcement. 
next week we will not be having the broadcast but the reason for that is because we will be getting filled up with the word at a conference so the week after we will be back and stronger than ever God is giving us powerful words, and you are not going to want to miss it. So we will be having the broadcast again tomorrow and Friday, and then not the Monday through Friday after that. But we will be coming back super strong the Monday after that. You are not going to want to miss it. We just wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up. But also, this weekend is Father's Day, in case you're wondering. So this is your notice. Get a Father's Day gift for your dad. But also, come to our Father's Day service at Boomerang Church. We will be giving away one grill to one father, one random father, but also each and every man will be getting a gift card. So bring your dad, bring your grandpa, and come on. We will also be having a photo booth for you to get pictures with your family completely for free. So make sure you're here. We want to see you here and put it in the comments. Will you be here? Put it in the comments right now. We love you and we'll see you again tomorrow at 1130. Bye.